If it is important to women, it's important to Wilds Worldwide. Hello, I'm Alyssa Wilds of Wilds Worldwide, and I thank you in advance for your support of my podcast. Like Wilds Worldwide on Facebook. Follow me on Instagram at Alyssa's Random Thoughts and Twitter at Wilds Worldwide. We are on all major podcast platforms and broadcast on Facebook Live on Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Like, share, follow, and subscribe to Wilds Worldwide. And remember, if you still have a pulse, it's because you have a purpose. Find your purpose, walk in your purpose, live out your purpose every single day. See you or talk to you real soon. Good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to or welcome back to Weekends with Wilds Worldwide. I know it has been some time, and I needed to just take a moment because I haven't seen you guys in quite some time. So I'm not sure if it was one week or two weeks or what it was, but what I do know is that I was missing you guys. So I decided to log on today to do a little pop up with you guys because I missed you. So I need for everybody to like, share, text, tag, get all of your people up and on, and let them know that Weekends with Wilds Worldwide is back. Yes, we are. I am so happy to be doing this catch up pop up because I just wanted to talk to you guys, let you guys know what exactly is going on with me. Let you guys know for sure that I am not gone. Wilds Worldwide is not a done deal. A lot of things have shifted in my life and I just wanted to come in and talk to you guys. And then there was some, some uh, current events that I really hate, Shana. So there's some current events that I really wanted to talk to you guys about. So it's just a lot going on. And I wanted to just pop in and have a good time with you guys this morning. If you are in fact watching us live, I appreciate you. If you're watching us, you know, for sure that I appreciate my people, whether you come in on the, on the front end or the back end, if you are watching this on replay, let your first comment be hashtag replay. I appreciate you any which way I do. I truly do appreciate you. So everybody, good morning, cat. Good morning, cat. So I'm so happy my people are beginning to come in. I just wanted to talk to you guys because I miss you. I just miss you. And while I don't have a definitive anything that I want to do, I just want to catch up with you and see how everybody's doing. See what's going on. Let's talk about some current events. Let's just talk about life because I miss you guys. I miss you guys. So I wanted to go morning, Meek. Meek is here. So, oh, I'm glad Meek is here. Let me let me just say this. So for my birthday, I got all of these desires of my heart, right? So I just got little stuff that, that people just knew for sure that I had talked about and I wanted and all of these different things. Meek gave me this box of lipsticks, honey. What did she do that for? A box of all color lipsticks. Exhibit A. Yes. So I'm not sure what color I have on today, but yes, ma'am, I am so into this box of lipsticks. It is all colors. You got a color for every single thing that you wear. I absolutely love it. I love, love, love it. And I appreciate all of you, all of you guys. I appreciate all the love that I received for my birthday. The love is still rolling in. And I want to point out something. And I thought I brought it over here with me, but I received a box just yesterday or two days ago, I came home to a box, a big old box sitting right inside the front door. So um, yeah, I need for everybody to keep on, keep on texting your people, get them up and on, let them know that we are back, that we are having a podcast today. I know it's been a minute and you guys thought that y'all could just continuously sleep through 10 a.m. time zones. It, I'm back. 
and I need for you guys to just come on in here and join me. But I got this box the other day. I came home and I wasn't expecting anything. You know, my birthday was probably like almost three weeks ago now. So I came home and I had a box and I immediately knew that it was my sister's aunt Angie's handwriting. So I opened up this box and she wrote me on top of the gifts that she purchased. Well, the gifts were both from um, both my sister, both my sisters, Adair and Angie. But the handwriting was Angie's. And I knew that immediately. She has like real live standout handwriting. That's absolutely gorgeous. So I saw the handwriting. I knew who it was. I bust this box open like a little kid. You know how, you know how kids open up birthday cards and they just open it up to see if money will fall out. Like that's how excited I was opening up this box. And then in this box, it was like dope as gifts. Like they gave me just everything. It was so beautiful. And for one reason or another, I hadn't been able to connect with them because my promise was to go down to them, um, to spend some time with them because, you know, I did this whole tour. Hey, Geraldine and Dawn, you know, I did this whole tour of everywhere and everybody trying to connect with all of the people that I really do love and I appreciate for my 40th birthday. So I didn't have a big party. I had small gatherings. I had gatherings with my diva then. I had gatherings with just people that I absolutely love, like small pockets of people. I had a gathering with my line sisters at Deltas. We went to Memphis. Me, Meek, and Donine went down to Memphis and Mississippi. Um, I also had, for my actual birthday, um, I went to Essie's. It's a jazz club right in Clementon, New Jersey absolutely beautiful. I highly recommend it. It was beautiful for us. I'm not taking anybody else's word because my experience was amazing. Absolutely amazing. So even in that dinner, which was drastically smaller than a lot of the things that I had done in that dinner, I had three podcast supporters who our relationship started out as podcast supporters and now they are just friends. So I just, I was so happy to spend time with people that just mean the absolute world to me. They are great supporters. They are loved ones. They are friends. They are people that I absolutely value. And I'm so happy to have this great network of people at present. It is something, and I have to tell you guys that I have entered into a space of absolute joy and this kind of joy that I am currently experiencing is something that I've never once experienced. So I'm telling you guys that the guys that I'm just really in this great space of just happiness, like absolute happiness. And it is joy from deep down in my soul. Just the joy of doing something that I absolutely love. The joy of seeing my children prosper, the joy of having great connections. And while my connections are not all perfect at all, I am fighting to make sure that I keep these connections that absolutely mean the world to me. I'm telling you guys, it it has been an amazing thing. And while I'm experiencing all of this joy, I was recently promoted in my job. So that's what's keeping me away from my podcast. And I can't, I can't tell you guys when exactly I will podcast because my job now manages my old job with extra stuff, right? So there's all the, Robinson is here. Hey, Robinson and Donine, good morning. So there's all of these extra responsibilities and I'm just excited about it. Life is so freaking sweet, y'all. And it's not about a material thing. It's not about a dollar amount. It is about the absolute joy that I have prayed to God about and that God promised me some time ago if I did certain things. So I'm telling you guys that I have entered into this season of absolute bliss 
And I need for you guys to just go ahead on the ride this way for me. And I want you guys, my message is in this little segment is to just never, ever, ever give up. God's promises are real. If you do what it is that you're supposed to do, you know for sure the faith without works is dead. Stop sitting around waiting for a miracle to drop in your lap. There is some work that you need to do. There's some work that you need to do on yourself. There's some work that you may need to do on your house. There's some work that you may need to do with getting certifications. There's something that you need to do to make sure that you um, are able to invoke God's promises. So I'm telling you guys that it is in fact real without a label without a dollar amount, without a man, without any of those things, I'm telling you that the bliss, the love, the admiration, the joy is real. So I'm all over the place doing a million different things. And I just want to shout out Kat, Tamika, Wilcox, Champagne, and Dawn Rice Bivens, who joined me with a few of my other people um, for dinner on my birthday. It was so nice to sit and be with people that truly support me, that love me for real. And I am having a great, a great, a great time. So, right. I want to tell you guys a whole story about a bunch of different things, some things that I've been doing. So, you know, I promised that it was going to be the month of me. It's supposed to be the month of me, but Robinson, who is on my podcast this morning, I'm looking for my everything because I have a bunch of stuff set up here for you guys. You know what? I didn't finish one story. I just remembered I need to go back. So my sister sent me this box. That's what I was talking about. So my sister sent me this box and I open up this box. I'm ripping this box to shreds, right? I'm busting through this box. So excited about this box. Like what is in this box? And in that box, my sister wrote me a letter. She wrote me a letter and she blew up a selfie that we, or usy that we had taken last summer when we were all in Myrtle Beach together. And I'm telling you that while the gifts that they gave me were amazing, that letter is something that I have already framed and I want to put in my office. I have never moved into my office, y'all. You know, I work remotely all over the place, right? But they actually gave me a beautiful office on the water and I never moved into it. I just kind of pop in there with my laptop and roll back out. I'm really going to actually move in to my office now. So I framed this letter that my sister wrote um, for me from her Anna there, from Angie Anna there. And this picture that she blew up, I wound up turning that picture because I have the actual original of that picture. I made it my um, profile pic on Facebook. They just mean the world to me. And I'm telling you that all of these small connections, all of these things, all of, this, of these gifts, all of this love, all that I have experienced has meant the absolute world to me. So while it was supposed to be the month of me, now I can roll on. It was supposed to be the month of me. It turned into, it's turning more into the year of me because Robinson sent me a text message while I was at my second ex-husband's concert the other night and was like, it's September. You said it was going to be the month of you. You still celebrating kind of thing. In essence is what she was saying. So I realized that this kind of, the fun that I am having, I don't want it to slow down. I'm not going to slow it down. I got mad work to do. And I'm not sure who this is. They're saying, hello, auntie cousin. I'm not sure who that person is because I don't know that name, but I do love you. Hey, welcome, welcome, welcome to Wilds Worldwide. Um, so um, I don't want this whole joy. I don't want all of this fun to slow down. So on Thursday, I went to a concert. I know what my friends like and don't like, right? I know what my friends can handle and what they can't handle, right? So um, 
I decided to go to this concert because everybody who knows me knows how much I love Nasir Jones. I love Nas. I love Nostradamus. I love Nasty Nas. I love Nasir Jones. I love him. And there was not a chance in hell that he was going to come into my hometown and I was not going to be there. I didn't care the ticket cost. I did not care. I wanted a good seat. And I knew for sure that that was not my immediate friends, like my diva then, that's just not their twist. I, I couldn't even fathom asking them to go to a Nostradamus concert. And the concert was actually, hold on one second, y'all. Don't go away. The concert was actually Nas and Wu-Tang. Nas, Wu-Tang, and Busta Rhymes. This concert was absolutely amazing, y'all. Do you see the joy in my eyes? I came home from that concert by myself. It was a solo venture, hashtag solo ventures. Do not be afraid to take a solo venture. Time alone is not a bad thing and do not miss out on anything that you want to do because other people don't want to do it. That is a huge life lesson. Mark it at minute 12, 12 minutes, 25 seconds that Alyssa said, Alyssa said, do not miss out on things that you want to do, things that are important to you because you have no one to do it with. I know for sure the bandwidth of my friends. I know what they will definitely jump on. And I know exactly what they are not interested in. I could not even imagine Dragon Meek or Donine. And <laughs> Meek is pretty girl rocks. Donine is so too black, too strong. I could even see asking Donine to come along with me if... um uh bdp or public enemy was uh in town i could see that i could see if nina simone was in town i mean not nina simone nikki giovanni was in town because if nina simone uh nina simone is in town it's a town that i'm not ready to be in just yet rest in peace nina but if nikki giovanni was in town i could see all of those different things right but it wasn't that. It was like a real live. Buster Rhymes was like, don't just make the people want to jump, jump. And I'm jumping around in cowboy boots like all night long, y'all. It was just the dopest bunch of stuff. Buster Rhymes was one kind of energy. Wu-Tang Clan was a whole other thing. Old Dirty Bastard actually had, you know, he's he's past, he's going on to glory. His son, and they call him YDB, Young Dirty Bastard, he was standing in place of his father. So he and he looked exactly like him. So I knew exactly what it was. He did the, the song. Um, oh, baby, I like it. Raw. Yeah, baby. Oh, my God. Let me tell you something. Nas was just Nas is gorgeous. All he had to do was step out on stage with a crisp pair of Timberlands. And that is all I need in my life. Do you hear me? Between him and Jada Kiss with a good pair of cargo shorts on and a crisp pair of Tim's at 50. I still feel that way. Nothing has changed about me. I like what I like. Yes, it was absolutely amazing. But let me tell you something about that concert. The You know that there is a segment on my podcast, Wilds Worldwide, and there's two standard segments. Nothing seems standard right now for us, y'all. I know because I'm all over the place. I work everywhere now. So while my position used to just be in four territories, I now oversee a, a, a thing for my company across the world are across the United States. So I'm a little bit of all over the place. So be patient with me. Just allow me to pop in when I can pop in. So, so um, there are two standard things that are always supposed to happen on weekends with Wilds Worldwide. You are always supposed to get in a month, the dividend, 
and you're always supposed to be able to get Venus versus Mars. So I want to talk about, because you guys have seen dividend, but I want to talk to you guys about Venus versus Mars, because, you know, when we came back at the top of this year, there was an apology, there was communication, there was, there were some things that we needed to level out on air, just to be honest, as raw and transparent as I am, I needed to be honest and say that some things had gone wrong with us. And that's why there was a disconnect and my co-host hadn't been there. That is not, in fact, the case there. He needed some time. He needed some time to grieve. He needed some time to put some things together. And for that reason, I have given him some space and some time, all of the friend time that he needs. That's and that's it. So when he's ready to come back to Weekends with Wilds Worldwide with open arms, we are going to receive Keith Hall because I do miss him. But let me say this about Keith Hall. Keith Hall is a now a part of, we've leveled out our issues. We've had raw, transparent communication, effective communication, where when one was talking, the other one was listening. So we've leveled out some things and he, I value him enough. And this is, this is just who I am. If I'm still talking to you, it's because I value the relationship. When I no longer care, I shut up and I go silent and I move on with my life. So there's no more communication. I don't have anything else to say when it's done, done in my heart. The fact that I'm still trying to have communications, the fact that I still am trying to level out some things with you means that my heart is still there and you still matter to me. So I will say that. So Keith Hall is still Venus versus Mars. When he's ready to come back, I'm ready to receive him back, right? So I will say this, that this summer, Everybody, all of my people, it's just amazing to think that all of our mothers were pregnant at the exact same time. So all of my people have been turning 50 all year, right? Um, in July, Rob, who is a real live, Rob Tufnell, who's a huge supporter of Wilds Worldwide and just Alyssa in general, he turned 50. He turned 50 and he just made a call and said, hey, I just want, I'm going to this particular tavern. I want everybody to meet me there. It was like an unofficial party, like much like I was doing. So it was an unofficial party and he just decided, I'm going to be here at seven o'clock. Everybody come. Well, Keith came to that event. It was so nice to see him. I was so happy to see how happy he was. We had a good old time. Me came with me. Troy came with me. Suge was there. It was a good time. We just had a good old time. Right then at that night, we started talking about, you know, Memphis, the Memphis trip that I had to take for work. So he, he seemed really interested. I was hoping that he would kind of pop up on us down in Memphis because that would have whole, brought a whole other element of insanity down there. Right. But he didn't. And, and it's whatever. Well, I invited him to one of the events for my birthday. He just couldn't make it. He needed some time alone. He was retreating. He was taking some time to continue to pull some things together, right? And I'm not going to tell his whole entire story. I wanted to tell you guys that on Thursday night at the concert, I posted when I first got there, I posted that God was smiling on me. I never knew that the seat that I had selected paid $14.2 million for it. No, really. I could have gotten a lawn seat. So I thought and enjoyed myself for $25 or $30 or something. I wanted to be as close to Nasir Jones as humanly possible. So I paid the cost to, in fact, do that. But let me tell you something. That seat came with a ceiling fan right above me. All night long, my kimono was blowing like Beyonce's hair. It was a breeze that rivaled nothing. I was so extremely excited. I got to that damn seat and that ceiling fan was twirling above my bun and my kimono was flapping from my seat. 
I knew for sure that God loved me. That is just yet another reminder of God's love. When something, something just completely and totally goes your way. So I'm sitting there in this seat. And of course, you know, I needed to post about it because I'm so excited that God led me to a seat where my menopause could be cared for all night long. I was not going to sweat to death. I was going to have a good time. And while I'm jumping around and cut off jean shorts, a kimono and freaking cowboy boots, cowboy boots. I mean, I jumped until my left big toe was on fire and it didn't even matter. I didn't care if I had to hop back to my damn car. I was going to have me a good old time. So I post on Facebook like God is smiling on me. Look, y'all. God uh, sent me straight to a seat that had a, a ceiling fan right above it. So Keith sees that obviously on Facebook and was like, yo, where you at? He came to my seat. And let me tell you guys, the whole purpose of this whole story is to see that level of happiness and joy in somebody else's eyes, that level of excitement. And my soul felt so good for him because I knew, I knew for sure that the Keith that I had grown to know and love professionally, podcast-wise, had returned. So I'm so happy to see him back. So I'm guessing that it's only just a mere mi minute or two more that uh, Venus versus Mars returns to Wilds Worldwide. So when he comes back, I want you guys to welcome him with open arms because on at Rob's little situation and that night at the concert, I saw that level of joy return to his eyes. And I was just happy to see it. So when you guys see him, when y'all see the, the, the notification, just know for sure that he is ready and we are ready to resume. So that's one thing. That's one update. Also, I wanted to talk to you guys about something else. So Tamika had announced and the diva then, um, Meek bought me a, a book, one of my um, many gifts that I received throughout the month um, of me the month of me that turned into the year of me, right? But one of the things that I had gotten in, in one of my first bags on August 1st, I had an event at Jacola's Creamies. And y'all know how much I love that. And I know how much you guys love um, Creamies. It is a Black-owned, female-owned bakery that you guys need to get to in South Jersey. If you are, in fact, in the area, if you're Philly, Jersey, Delaware, I need for you guys to make it onto Creamies and support her. So one of the gifts that I received is a book called um, Setting Boundaries, find peace, set boundaries, find peace, right? So I wanted to introduce this to you. So what we decided to do is that the dividend was going to read this book because it's going to be a part of our next discussion. I think that we're going to begin like a little book club and I want to plug Sheena. Sheena, what is all Sheena's name? Sheena, always smiling. Sheena, always smiling. What's your name, babe? Sheena, always smiling, Jones Kendall. So I wanted to plug her too, because she had reached out to me saying, hey, I was interested in starting a book club. Would I be able to do that with the uh, with your podcast? So absolutely. We want to get people back to reading. We want to do that. So we want, um, if you have any ideas, I truly do appreciate them. And I will definitely um, introduce them on the podcast. Anything that keeps us flowing as a body, because I will have tons of downtime or never any downtime. That's not true. I will have tons of time where I would need to be away from the Saturday standard 10 a.m. Eastern standard time um, 
podcast. So anything that keeps us connected as a body, I would truly appreciate. Please inbox me, text me with any ideas that you may have. I want to um, highlight those set boundaries fine piece is from Nidra um, Glover Tawab, Tawab, Tawab. I don't want to mispronounce her last name, but it's T-A-W-W-A-B. And here it is. Let me turn away my, my thing. Maybe that'll give you guys. There you go. Set boundaries, find peace. So that is a book that we're going to read um, as a body. Hoping to, at our next Diva, then we'll be able to discuss it because you know that we have heavily been talking about friendships and relationships and failed friendships, relationships, and all kinds of different things, right? So this is just yet another step in protecting yourself and finding peace inside of all of these different things. We know for sure that relationship can be extremely hard. Adult relationships can be really hard. Um, we know for sure that the grief surrounding the loss of those adult relationships can be hard. We know for sure that the work that needs to be put into successful relationshiping can be hard. And we're not just talking about man, woman, or or whatever your preference is in re romantic relationships. We're talking about even in friendships. We're talking about in relationships that have to thrive in work. We're talking about all of those different things. So I think that, thank you so much, Danine. Danine has put the link in the comments. I need for you guys to buy this book. I need for you guys to read along because this is what it is that we are doing. And I want to tell you guys that you know, I pay a whole lot of attention to my screen time um, notifications that I get every Sunday morning. It is the most awful thing in the whole world, but it's something that I've come to really work on. So I get these screen messages, uh, screen time messages every Sunday morning around 9 a.m. And if you're an iPhone user, I'm not sure if it's just for iPhone users, but I know I get it and I'm an iPhone user. And what it does, it tells you how much on average screen time you've been using in a day. So it means whatever time that you are really just on your phone, scrolling through social media, through the internet, through the whatever, where you are just on your phone, it tells you exactly how much. And then it gives you breakdowns. Like if you're, if it's music, if it's time away from the phone and it gives you different color codes. So my screen time at one point in the summer, and I know for sure that it was just the lull that I was having. And then it could really have been too, that because I work on the go, I rely on my phone to constantly stay on my email and different things like that. But whatever the reason, at one point during the summer, my screen time, my average daily screen time had gotten up to 10 hours and 58 minutes a day. That was the average. And you know, average is just pulling everything together and kind of giving you a median. That means that some days may have been way higher. Other days may have been lower, but in the middle was 10 hours and 58 minutes. That's 11 damn hours a day. So half of my day was spent with my cell phone in my hand. Is that not appalling? The fact that I was unable to, on average that week, separate from my phone for one reason or another, whether it was me sending text messages, it was me checking email, it was me scrolling through Facebook and Instagram because Instagram is a whole other situation for me. Between my sister Angie, Meek, and Donine sending me stuff that then leads me down rabbit holes, I'm telling you, I will just stay on Instagram. Those reels are life. 
and people constantly send me stuff like affirmations. And then there are so many people who are like fashion bloggers that I just get caught up in the colors and the things on top of the fact that I have heavy work to do. Hey, Martha, I have heavy work to do, right? 10 hours and 58 minutes. So what I've been doing is trying to do better and be more cognizant of the time that I spend on my phone or just doing things. Sometimes I will put my phone down to then click on and binge watch a damn series. So I had to say to myself, Alyssa, there is no excuse for why you can't jump on this treadmill. There's no excuse for why you can't just take a lap or five around the park. There's no excuse because you actually have the time. It is what you are prioritizing, using this time to prioritize. Yes, the down the rabbit hole on IG, honey. Yes. And Martha was like, I tried to tell you, it gets so deep on Instagram because everybody's so dope as hell, right? On Facebook, you go over there for all of the emotion. Everybody's so emotional, pouring out their hearts, they're falling apart. And sometimes I like to go down them damn rabbit holes too, like, yo, is she, well, what is going on? Whatever the reason, I had been spending way too much time with my cell phone in my hand. So I say all of that to say that I want to introduce you guys to the book clubs that are happening combined that are affiliated with Wilds Worldwide. So Sheena, Sheena Always Smiling, Kendall Jones Kendall, and Meek, my own Dividend member, um, our creative director. She's the person that kind of keeps us flowing. She's really just that person. Um, our creative person for the Dividend. She has um, set us up with this, the, the um, Set Boundaries, Find Peace. I also want to introduce another book. So what I've been doing is I have, okay, so let me tell you this. So I have to say that last week, my screen time had gone all the way down to my average was eight hours and 17 minutes. So I'm happy to announce that. So I am really trying harder. So what I've been doing is I've been reading this book, but I want to introduce another book. And I think Danine will like this. It is called um, Stamped. Is by Jason Reynolds and um, Ibrahim, Ibrahim Kendix, Kendi, Ibram, Ibram Kendi, Ibram Kendi. And it's called Stamped, Racism, Anti-Racism, and You. I want to introduce this book as well. So this is a book that I received as a part of my registration at... Um, in Tunic, in Tunic, Mississippi, for the um, Congressional Black Caucus Institute, when um, me and my girls went down and um, effed it up when we. Um... Okay, so Danine is telling you how to pronounce his name. So <laughs> I'm not even going to play with it again because I don't want to play with him and I want his work to be respected. So I want you guys to know that we are, in fact, um, I am reading both of these at the exact same time because my whole goal is to, um, a part of my job is to know the social, the social norms and mores of certain communities. It is my job to know what are the social ills. It is my job to know what the social justices and injustices um, are happening. It is my job to know certain things. So I really need to get back into reading and knowing I really have to. And I also need to set boundaries and find peace because there are some people who kind of just run amok. 
they will run amok. And I am one of those people. And I have been open and honest in saying that I am a person who has regularly drawn a new line in the sand. So my boundaries are not respected and protect my boundaries are not respected because I don't protect them. They are not respected because they are not protected. So I am setting boundaries and finding peace. I will no longer, I'm working towards not taking another step back and drawing another line. And as you cross the boundary, I give you another, you know, 10 inches or 12 inches or, you know, a whole other hundred feet. You know, I'm one of those people that really needs to work on that because it is that that is usually what ties to me having weird ass relationships that then start to drive me crazy. You know, I'm not one of those people who um, I'm just going to be honest. And, and, you know, you guys, I will just tell the whole story. I am one of those people who and I've seen this meme and I've heard this a million different times. Believe people when they show you who they are the first time. I had to learn that the hard way. I've seen people be, hey, Cheryl, I've seen people be a certain kind of way. I've seen people take other people out. And for whatever reason, I felt that it could not happen to me for whatever reason. And then I got got. So I'm one of those people who needs to learn all of that, I believe. And I've always believed that people are trustworthy until you show me that you aren't. Where my sister Angie, for instance, is one of those people that I don't trust you until you show me that you're trustworthy. Fool's rushing. I was always that person with a loving heart. I want to help everybody. I want to make sure that everybody is good. I want to do all of these things, set boundaries, find peace. I am in that space. On that note, that is the perfect segue to the next thing. I am the first, I am the person, or I had been the person who wanted to help everybody. I want everybody to grow and thrive. I am hardcore saying Kofa. You know, I'm going to reach back and grab the hand of somebody behind me. I am now in a position to hire. And as soon as I was, I made sure I went back and got one of my girlies who were deserving of a promotion and brought her on my team. I am just that person, right? Lesson. It ain't got nothing to do with my girlie because she's amazing. She's already hit the ground running. Life is in fact sweet. Blind loyalty. I posted this the other day talking about blind loyalty and lessons and blind loyalty. The perfect segue. I need for you guys professionally to make sure that the person that you recommend to somebody, to some company for a job, for a contract, make sure that that person is actually able to do the job that you are recommending that they do. Because guess what's going to happen? People are no longer going to trust your recommendations or you when you give them people who are ill-equipped to do anything that you said that they can do. Please know for sure that there are huge imposters. There are tons of imposters surrounding us because there are some people who have never been forced to prove that they can actually do what they do. There are some people who really have a huge hustle with being able to maneuver their way around, not having to ever prove that they can do what they can do. Shit always falls apart a little bit. You know, something kind of falls apart over here. They don't have to, they can kind of push it off on somebody else, whatever. But some people, and there's one person that stands out in my mind and I ain't going to call this woman out, but there are some people who are in society, right? There's some people in society that have a whole huge group of people surrounding them that will hype them up and blow their names up and keep their names relevant. 
And because trusted people are hyping up people, people will then attach to it. Like, hey, well, let me try it. They say that she's good for this. So let me try it. So this person gets all of these heavy contracts. They get all of this notoriety and shit is constantly going wrong surrounding them. You tearing shit up. You tearing it up. You making a mess of everything that you put your hands on, but nobody blows up the fact that you tearing shit up, that you taking people for their five dollars, that you doing whatever it is that you're doing out in these communities. What they will do is they will recommend you and you keep getting recommendations and you keep getting contracts, but you really have not shown anybody there are no verifiable outcomes anywhere say all of that to say that I received a recommendation. I received a recommendation. Somebody that I revere, somebody that I trust said, hey, I want to put this person down. He has a company. He blah, 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 blah. Cool. Cool. We, we need such. Cool. If it's coming from your mouth, I'm going to trust and believe that that is in fact true. So what I do is I just connect him to people who he, you know, that it could all, you know, kind of work out. So I do all of those things because based off of somebody's recommendation, like, yo, I just need to plug my people list, you know, so I'm cool. You know, if it works out, it works out. If it doesn't, it doesn't, but okay, cool. Let's try it. So I plug the person, connect him to the people. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. This person has clearly been imposing and being an imposter. Good morning, Shantae. This person has clearly been doing this elusive thing for quite some time because he can't produce. In fact, he asked for assistance and suggestions. But you came so highly recommended. How is this the case? So I needed to go back and talk to the person who recommended this person like, yo, did you vet this person? Is this really your person? But now, and this is the whole point in this conversation. I need for you to understand that I can't take that person's recommendation anymore. Like you just trying to plug your homies. This ain't that. We need for people to actually be able to hit the ground running. People that know their job, people who know their stuff, people who know their industry. I don't know it. You're supposed to know your own industry, right? So you came highly recommended. And then, but out of blind loyalty, that's the homie. That was, that was old boy's homie. That's his homie. We've been together forever. We grew up together. He thorough. He thorough. Is he? He's thorough how, though? Like, what, what's your definition of thorough? So I need for you guys, because we've talked about this on Wilds Worldwide. We had a whole show about blind loyalty and what blind loyalty will get you. It will get you silenced. It will get you no more contracts. It will get you a whole bunch of stuff that you just don't want. There's a whole negative side to blind loyalty. Stop recommending people that you have not, in fact, vetted. And I had to have this conversation because Kat, Kat, who can definitely read between the lines of things that I'm saying, Kat can, you know, kind of read my heart. So 
cat. I posted the post like, yo, blind loyalty is really going to, let me just tell you about a lesson and how, you know, this really honestly didn't work out because you, honey. So cat said, <laughs> she sent me in my inbox. She sent me my post and said, Hey, sweetie, I can feel that it's a backstory to this. I got time. So I tell her the backstory to it. And then I take that whole story that I share with Kat, copy it and send it into my diva den. And was like, yo, y'all, like this is what's happening. And then there became a whole, Jesus, I need to highlight this. If you know your friend is only dressing a damn part and all their effort has gone into their goddamn appearance and not their craft, I don't play them kind of game. Don't do that to me. Don't do that to yourself. Because what's that that's going to do is get you boxed out. I have nothing. I have nothing for that person that would give me such a fool. I love you and we can continue to be ourselves, but there, there's no way for us to connect business-wise again. There's no, it is that homie hookup that has led the hood to so many dark spaces. It is that homie hookup, us not looking for and hiring the best candidate, but rather the most connected person that keeps the hood in a tailspin. That leads to yet another story, the perfect segue, the homie hookup, the person who is more connected, more connected than more qualified. We have far more connected people than we have. Homie hookups jack us up every time. Yes, ma'am. So yet another story, the homie hookups, the nepotism, the all of the things all of the things leads me to the story. So y'all know I absolutely love Rawway. If Rawway was nice to me, if Rawway's uh, housing prices were nice to me, I would have already relocated y'all because Rawway is what I love and Rawway is where I want to be. But yet, however, conversely, the housing market has not leveled out and the world is still absolutely insane, right? surrounding the housing market. But I have a favorite North Jersey elder up there. And y'all know I love to sit at the feet of a good elder and listen to stories. Yes, I have one in North Jersey. My favorite elder, I was scheduled to have lunch with him on Wednesday. Everything started getting twisted up and turned around in my week last week was hellacious, just absolutely crazy. So somehow, some way I was trying to wiggle out of doing um, lunch with him because I ain't feel like going all the way to Rawway. I ain't feel like the drive. So I said, well, we can have a conversation. You know, he had put his car in the shop. He was like, my car's in the shop. I don't have a car, blah, blah, blah. I was like, okay, well, good. I don't have to come all the way up there and I don't, good, that works. So he was like, yeah, yes, you do, because I need to see you face to face and you drive so you can pick me up and we can go to lunch because you're going to drive. 
So I go up the railway because he said so. And you know how much I value my elders. I drove on up the railway, picked him up, and we went to Whole Foods and had the healthiest meal ever. I had curry, curry, um, curry, uh, cauliflower, curry cauliflower over uh, cauliflower rice. Honey, let me, let me take and tell you something. With some salt. What in the world? Yes, ma'am. It was delightful. So I go up there and I meet with him. And he is just so full of knowledge and experience and just everything. He's just so, it was so good, Muffy. And I hope that that's one of the, some of the things that you could possibly eat because I want you to try it. It was so delightful. So we go up there and we have lunch and we're having all of these different conversations and things like that. And he really keeps me in line and he helps me to keep, he is my boots on the ground in that community. So he really does, um, he really does just keep me in the know. And I need to sit with him because he is an elder who values face-to-face conversations. He doesn't always want to talk on the phone. He is definitely not inter- interested in texting. So my way of doing business is not his. And I respect his time. I respect his energy and I respect his knowledge. So I need to meet with him on his terms the way that he wants. And I'm always going to get there. So while I was dragging a little bit, I made my way up there. We went and we had lunch. We were talking story time. Had a conversation with my man and he introduced me to the term Cinderella Jezebels. Please. Cinderella Jezebels. He said that the world, the hood, he said the hood is full of Cinderella Jezebels. Now this is a part of a whole big old conversation with me trying to level out some things in a couple of my communities. These are the things that I want to do. This is what I'm up to. You know, I'm having this kind of pushback over here. And his advice was for me to watch out for Cinderella Jezebels. And while I will say that it really, in his description, it largely reminds me of poverty pimping, which is a term that was introduced to me by Tamika, Meek, my Meek. But when he said Cinderella Jezebels, I was like, the hell? You know, it piqued my interest. Like, oh, what is that? He was like, those are people who draw you in with their sad story. They draw you in with the sad story. They get all of this help. They get all of these people running to support you and support all of your efforts because of your sad story and your come up. But all of that support and all of that love and all of those those resources that are poured onto this Cinderella, they then use that as their own come up to steal from the community and to make their own way. It kind of sort of makes me think of the mean girls that do empowerment seminars. It 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 makes me think of pimping from the pulpit it makes me think of poverty pimps as things, but the term Cinderella Jezebel, the whole thought of that was so damn dope to me. For somebody to suck you in with their sad story and tell you how they they were able to pull themselves up by their bootstraps and they made it happen. It was so great. And these are all the things I want to do to the community, in the community. So they hoard all of those resources for themselves. They hoard the resources. And they make a way just for them and their people and not for the masses. Huh. 
you know, like I know, like we know that there are some Cinderella Jezebels in our midst, damn it. Do not support. Do not allow your blind loyalty to continue to put no goddamn Cinderella Jezebels in our midst. There are enough people pimping us out in the hood. There are enough people who are doing us dirty. There are enough people like us who look like us in our communities doing us dirty. Don't you be another person to set before us the Cinderella Jezebels. Don't you allow your blind loyalty to push nobody into the mainstream that is ill-prepared to do what in the hell they claim they've been doing for a bunch of years. Don't waste anybody's time. Don't waste anybody's resources. And damn it, don't waste a good, re a good opportunity that somebody who has been grinding all their lives could have with your blind loyalty and with putting before us a Cinderella Jezebel, you know, you know a good Cinderella Jezebel. You know somebody that is pimping from the pulpit. You know for sure that you know a poverty pimp out in our hood and they ain't gotta look different from us. Sometimes they are exactly us. They have gained the trust and the love of the hood. And for a mere contract, for a mere connect, they didn't twist it. That term is something I want you guys to hold on to and just know for sure that it came from my man, Brother Ron. He introduced me to Jezebel, uh, Cinderella Jezebel. Yes, ma'am. Yes. Now, now that I've finished all of my rants at 48 minutes and 44 seconds, that is all of what I've been up to. That is all of what I've been doing. I have just been enjoying life and swaying wherever it is that life takes me. I have been having dinner with these people. I have been having cupcakes and Nicki Minaj, Moscato plus watermelon, honey. That is the perfect thirst quencher after work. Cupcakes and Nicki Minaj work so well together. I have been everywhere doing everything, celebrating people. Last night I was outside with a huge barrette in my hair, looking like Queen Elizabeth, so I was told. Having a good time celebrating people, having dinner with those that I love, connecting with people, just out and about having a wonderful time. And I'm so happy that you guys have come on in to join me this particular morning because I've been missing. I will do better with posting my, at least posting my schedule. But I do want to talk about something because there's a couple of current events that have really been pinging in my heart. Queen Elizabeth has passed. Queen Elizabeth has passed. God rest her soul. The internet is a buzz, honey, with their feelings about it. On the black side, on the other side, they are feeling a certain kind of way. So here we are. Queen Elizabeth has passed. It don't mean much to us. I've seen the things that are saying, you know, if Queen, as long as it ain't Queen Latifah, we good. It's just like, you know, Christopher Columbus Day. You know, Columbus Day, people be like, only Christopher we acknowledge is Wallace. That's Biggie Small. It's that in the community. But then there was Snoop Dogg who said, y'all need to remember how she vouched for me. 
So do we just mourn her passing? Do we just celebrate her because she was for one black person? Because is that in fact like the the white people, the white person that says, I can't be racist. I have a black friend. Well, we know that they've done a whole bunch of insanity all over the place. What are your feelings about the passing? Do you have any feelings? Because I personally do not. I don't. I don't have any real feelings about it. But I see the internet is a buzz about it. So set that there because I want to know what you guys feel or not about Queen Elizabeth and her passing. Another thing I wanted to talk about, Danine posted the other day. Danine posted something so good and it's so easy to find stuff on Danine's page because she's really not big on Facebook. So she only posts every now and again. So it's easy because this was more a day or more than a day ago. And she posted this. She said, on 100, dear younger ladies. So I need to break down the friend code for some of you because clearly there's too many girls going missing or getting killed. This is how we old schoolers roll. Code one, we leave together. We stay together. We come back together. You will not leave with any random person. That's in summary. Code two, both of us can't be shit-faced drunk. Somebody got to be standing in cognizance. Somebody got to be able to tell the story. Code three, if you got to if you got to the bathroom or outside. Oh, if you go to the bathroom out or outside, we all going. We are moving in tandem. We need to move and lockstep to make sure that everybody stays safe. Number four, we do not accept drinks from strangers. Number five, I feel you. If I feel you are too drunk to function, we are leaving the party early. We will fuss about it um, later. Number six, if you just so happen to go missing, I will give a maximum, I will give you a maximum 15 to 30 minutes to show back up before I shut the place down and we are all going looking for you. Number seven, if you're fighting, if you're fighting, it better be one. Oh, if you're fighting, it better be one-on-one. -on -one. We don't play that. If you fight and, and you could lose one-on-one, -on -one. you could lose one-on-one. -on -one. But, you know, if anything's starting to go down, we all fight. And the number eight was the golden rule. The drop-off person check in on everybody who drove. The, the drop-off person check in or everyone who drove checks in when getting home. I really want to re-emphasize this code. And I will post it on, I will copy and paste it because I think too often People forget about this. And this girl code lasts a lifetime. It spans a whole lifetime. So I'm talking about from Troy's age, because Troy is a young adult. She's 23 now. I got stuff on 22. I don't know why. She's 22. She's 23 now. So from young adults, from young adults, matter of fact, from forever to forever. This is the girl code. And I need for people to pay attention to this. Too many Black women are going missing. They have gone missing too often. I don't care what he drives. I don't care if he got a Bugatti. I don't care what it is that is happening. I'm noticing too, you know, I always got a little sidebar. Let me tell you something. I have noticed this uptick of Maseratis in the hood. Did I miss the sale? 
was there a Maserati hood sale that I forgot about or I was just not alerted to? Because there are tons of Maseratis in the hood now, right? Now I see that I've missed the, um, there was a Land Rover, Range Rover sale. There was an Audi sale in the hood um, that I keep missing these huge sales. And I'm, I'm feeling a certain kind of way that people are not keeping me in a loop of great things that are happening. Because if there's a sale on Land Rovers and Range Rovers, like a good deal, please let me know. I would love to. I'll hold on to my Explorer right until it's time because me and my Explorer are rocking out. I'm going to go get her some tires this weekend. Yeah, I'm going to take good care of her because I think we're going to rock out for a little bit longer. But if there is, in fact, a Maserati sale going on in the hood that it seems to appear to be, because I see that it's tons of Maseratis rolling around the hoods where I dwell. You know, so I'm in several places all of the time. But I'm noticing an uptick of, you know, beautiful Fahim beards and Maseratis. But that's just a sidebar. I just want to let y'all know. So back to my story. I don't care what he drives. I don't care how amazing he is, how great he looks. None of those things. You are not separating from the pack. You will not go home with anybody else. You won't. We need to make sure that everybody is good. Yes. I think this whole passage may take up my whole face, but I need for you guys to read this message. Take some time. I got a couple minutes. And I need for everybody to, if you can post, if you can Copy and post this on your timeline. I need for you to do so. Danine has posted this and I know her twin, Dion, also posted it. She copied and posted. I need for us not to ever forget the girl code. I need for us to make sure that our daughters know. I need for us to continue to share. And yes, some of our daughters have become our person, like our little best friends or adult best friends, because Troy is my homie, honey. But let's not ever stop telling them about girl code. You do not leave. You do not leave. You do not leave your people. You do not leave your people. You do not separate from your people. Stop accepting drinks from people. That whole Mickey thing was like a really big thing in our, our day or whatever the case. But it has never gone away. People will slip some stuff into your stuff. Stop accepting drinks. Stop thinking that you you just everybody wants you and you just want to accept whatever, like you just the blueprint for the night, right? So you're just taking whatever it is people are giving you. No, no. And girls, if you see your girlfriends have gotten too ridiculously drunk, they're sliding down a wall, you know, they're dancing on people, they're outside of their normal behavior, pull your friend. Let her curse you out tomorrow morning. But let her be alive and safe tomorrow morning to curse you out. Girl code is real. And I need for you guys to start following it. I need for you guys to stop taking the social media to act a fool when things don't go your way in your friendships and have real life conversations about it. Girl code is real. Our girls have just returned back to college outside of us. We don't know all of what is happening or anything. Our girls are now 
in, in separate states and doing different things. The college, the college life has ticked, you know, has come back around. It will soon be um, homecoming season. We need to continue to have these conversations because we are now the OGs. We have now reached auntie status and we need to share auntie advice, auntie experience with auntie love to them. We want our little girls to stop showing up, um, coming up missing, dating off the internet. And it's this whole trend of black women connecting with white men on the internet and going missing. Beautiful black women are just gone, never to be seen again. No family haven't heard from them. We need to do exactly what it is that we've been purposed to do, right? Generation, the generation ahead is always supposed to reach back and school the generation behind them. We're supposed to reach back and grab their hands and pull them up. We're supposed to give them opportunities. We're supposed to um, set them on the right path. We're supposed to set them straight. This is what we're supposed to do. And I need, and I was so happy to see that on Donine's thing. And I thought it was, I didn't know until I got to the end that it was a copied message. But I was like, yo, she woke up preaching today. And that's something that we need to talk about. We need to talk about, we need to talk to them. We need to. We're not body shaming them. We're not any of those kind of things. But we need for them to be vigilant. We need for them to be aware. And we need for them to understand the code that they have to live by to keep everybody safe. We have to. Reach back and have this conversation with a, a young lady that means the world to you. Matter of fact, damn it. Reach back and had a conversation with your 50-year-old friend that's still wowing because she was raising kids all of her life. And now she didn't been set free and she acting a damn fool. I don't care what her age. Remind people of the girl code and protect your friends. Let her curse you out alive, her alive self to curse you out later. It's okay. We have to remain safe. We have to remain vigilant. I have reached one hour. I have reached one hour. I need for you guys to buy the books. Danine has put, thank you, Danine. She has put the links for both books in the um in the uh in the comments. This is really good. This is good. This makes me um uh makes me think of the book that I've probably read about six times is um the new Jim Jim Crow. The new Jim Jim Crow. Mass incarceration is the new Jim Crow. I'm sure I didn't twisted that up, but in essence, that's what it is. And then this is the dividend fine. This is the dividend book that we are going to talk about. So I need for you to um, purchase this book. The link is in the comments. So set boundaries and find peace. This goes along with our whole becoming process. You know, I was doing the whole becoming. So I'm telling you guys, and I know for sure that I've ended the becoming because I've realized that becoming is a daily thing. Every day you seek to be a greater version or better version of yourself the day before. So we're steadily climbing. We're steadily improving. We're steadily just loving. We're steadily becoming the very best versions of ourselves. So while I'm not doing the whole becoming series anymore, I still want you guys to stay connected. I want you guys to stay connected. So please read this book and join in on the, the diva. Then um, I'm not sure. Will we be ready? Will we be, is she a Princeton professor? Girl, we heard another one of y'all Princeton professors. I didn't know who he belonged to. 
Danine, what's his name again? But he spoke at um, the luncheon, one of our luncheons while we were in Tunica. He was amazing. And I remember on first glance when he first came out and started to talk, he was so eloquent in his speech and he was sharp as a tech, honey. Oh, he was sharp. Like his suit was made just for him. It was like the tailor had just made that suit and sold it on his body just for him to come walk out and curse us all out in the absolute most eloquent way. It was him telling us basically to stop being Cinderella Jezebels, stop being poverty pimps, stop hurting your own damn people and getting there with all that education and all that backing that the hood gave you and go do right by the hood. He was a Princeton professor. Um, Eddie. Yep. That's his name. That's his name, honey. And Danine heard him speaking from outside and then wanted to know what pastor was preaching. And when I told her, I was like, um, he looked like Kevin Samuels. So I was kind of stuck when he first took the stage. Like he looked like Kevin Samuels. Oh, and he's from Mississippi. So they, they introduced him as their own. He came out and he wowed the crowd. So I need for y'all to Google him too, because he is extremely profound. He was absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. So yes, I need for you guys to buy the books. I need for you guys to lock in. Sheena, when you are ready to introduce a book, just let me know. I will put it up on a Wilds Worldwide page. I will introduce it. I can do pop-ups. I can do all of those different things because I need for you guys to bring down that screen time and get back into reading, get back into whatever it is that you love. It has, school time has come back around and it seemed like fall immediately kicked in. This weather has been absolutely gorgeous and amazing. So I want you guys to get a Shelly Flack. Hey, girl. So, yes, I need for all everybody to get out. I need you to get out in nature. I need you to have a good time. Speaking of get out in nature, did I tell you guys that I bought a goddamn kayak for my birthday? Yes. I bought myself a kayak and a vest because sister can't swim. But I got me a kayak. A kayak because there is an event happening up North Jersey that I will attend towards the end of this month. Oh, yes. And my brother, Ron, my elder from North Jersey, told me, oh, you don't need to rent a kayak. I want you to buy your own so you can go whenever you want to go. You can go and kayak on demand. Well, all he had to do is tell me once. Sure enough, it, I went on Amazon and they said if I order within one hour and 36 minutes, it will be delivered that night. Sure enough, I went on ahead and pressed send, pressed proceed to payment. And within a few hours, I had a kayak on my stoop. So, yes, Lord, I got to me a kayak, honey. Black girls kayak, black girls hike, black girls heal, black girls do it all, baby. So just know that. I am about to end this whole thing. I need for you guys to start reading. I need for you guys to get out. I need for you guys to tap into that whole joy that has been bubbling in your spirit. I want you to enjoy that shit. I want you to um, indulge. And I need for you guys to go ahead on, on a solo venture or two. I want you guys to go ahead on and have a good old time, even if nobody else is available to do a thing with you. Yes, I went to a whole concert by myself. And while I've done a million different things by myself, I'll go have a, a wonderful dinner. I'll go have a huge dinner. Like when I went to Alabama to pen my God baby, 
Um, one night I went to Ruth Chris by myself. I went to Ruth Chris and I got way dressed up. I was in Birmingham, Alabama. I ain't never once been to Alabama, but I knew for sure I wasn't going to continue to just sit in the house while she was still uh, completing her process. What I did know was that I wasn't, anytime you're away from home, you're a little bit on vacation. I wanted to explore. So I called me an Uber and I went to Ruth Chris by myself. Yes, I did. So don't be afraid to go on a solo venture. Hashtag solo venture. Whenever you do something that is by yourself, outside of yourself, please hashtag so I can follow solo venture. Solo venture is our new hashtag, y'all. I need for y'all to get out and do some things. And know for sure that I tried. I came right home from my solo venture on Thursday night and looked up this whole New York State of Mind tour to see where else I could go because I need to see this again because Busta Rhymes, had me going batshit crazy. Like I was going crazy in those cowboy boots. Um, Nasir Jones was just who he is because then that was that. And Old Dirty Bastard's little baby singing, Ooh, baby, I like it raw. It wasn't nothing like it. I came home and Googled to find me another ticket, honey. But the further up north he got, and then when he started to go to California, them ticket prices wasn't looking like my South Jersey prices, honey, at all. California tickets was like $936 to have the $936 piece to have the same kind of seating. When he went up to Newark, honey, them tickets were around $1,100 to have that same level of seating. That middle, that orchestra in the front kind of thing that I had for only $300 in, in, in Jersey turned out to be like $900 and $1,100. So I won't see Nasir Jones again. That's all I'm going to say. It was great. I experienced the New York state of mind. I had a wonderful time, but I want you guys to hashtag solo venture. I want you guys to get out and enjoy all the things. I want you guys to try some things that you had not tried. And I want you guys to continue to steadily become the men and women that you dreamt that you would be some time ago. And when you fall, make sure that you are falling forward. Hashtag solo venture. Hashtag becoming. And, and as we close out, hashtag pulse check. It has been some time. We need to pulse check. Hashtag pulse check. Two fingers on your inner wrist. What you feel, if you feel, and matter of fact, you have to feel something because you are here with me this morning. That pulse that you feel is purpose. The fact that you have woke up yet again, God has brought you through yet another night is because there is a purpose on your life. There is something that you have been designed to do. Something. There is something that you are supposed to do in this lifetime. So I need for you guys to pulse check as often as you need to, because there's a thing that somebody else is tied to. What you have been purposed to do, somebody else is tied to that. So can you imagine someone never reaching their full potential, never reaching their full knowledge, never reaching their next level because you didn't do what God has purposed you to do? So I need for you to find your purpose, walk in your purpose and live out your purpose every single day because your purpose is designed to not only take you to where you're supposed to go, but bring somebody else along with you. So your purpose plus Sankofa is going to change the world. Reach back, grab the hand of somebody else next uh, behind you. Reach back. The generation ahead needs to reach back and get these girls. Teach them the, the, the girl code. Make sure that they are staying safe. Make sure that they are not breaking away because they finally got the attention of somebody's adult son that they've been get, trying to get the attention of. Make sure that our girls arrive alive back home every single night. Pulse check. Pulse check. Because there is something you have been designed to do in this lifetime. 
It would be an awful thing for you to die, never having birthed the purpose that God has brought you here for. I love you guys. I need for you to pulse check as often as you need to. I need for you to not forget the girl code. I need for you to stop putting these goddamn Cinderella Jezebels before us. I need for you to kill this blind loyalty that is going to kill opportunities for you as well. I love you guys. It has been amazing having this time with you because I missed you. And I don't know the next time that I will be here. Prayerfully, it'll be next week, but I'll let you know. I love you guys. I appreciate you. I appreciate your support. And thank you for all that you do and moving wild, Alyssa, Alyssa, South Jersey into wild world. Peace and blessings. Bye-bye.